accidents still happen. Injured in an accident, call 800-HURT-911 to speak to an attorney immediately. You'll be scheduled to come into one of their convenient locations, be treated with no out-of-pocket costs to you. Injury care is the best solution for your injury suffered in an accident. Hurt 911. Two things that you need when you're injured in that car accident. A doctor and a lawyer. Numbers 1 and 2. Luckily, 1-800-HURT-911 has them both. Accidents still happen. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. Hey, everybody. This is Hans Appen, president of the Appen Podcast Network. I have been collaborating on this podcast with Caddy and Donna since we launched in January, and I have got to tell you it has been a hell of a ride so far. I never know what I'm in for when we go down into the studio to record an episode, but I always leave it knowing that you listeners are in for a treat. Today's episode is without a doubt no exception. So, without further ado, welcome to and enjoy Cadillac Jack. My second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Hey, Donna. Hi there. Um, I'm a little uh, concerned about something. Let's talk about it. Well, if you remember on... A previous pod, I talked about these big um, life-size balloons that I had bought (laughs) online through Instagram. Let's just start there. And if you remember, I had to also get the um, pumper, the inflator Mm -hmm. for the balloons. They haven't come. And it's been, I would say, a month because I ordered them at the beginning. For Easter. Right. I ordered them at the beginning. And I thought we were going to just have hours and hours of... (laughs) bouncing time during the pandemic, you know, and it was just going to be like so much fun and we were going to have contest and they're not here. But have you checked into it? Well, kind of. I, my, our credit card has been charged, of course, and now I can't find where I ordered it from. And you know how these ads on Instagram, like if you're listening right now, they follow you around all of a sudden, if, you know, if you started talking about large balloons out loud, all of a sudden it would start showing up on your feed. Well, now they're gone. It's almost like they got me. They wrote me in. What was the cost again? I think it was 30 something dollars total. But that included the pumper. But the pumper hadn't come. Neither have the balloons. So I'm a little concerned. I don't really know. I've got to look into this a little more. And I did have to get a new credit card because, you know, I had some fraud on my credit card. So I don't know if this whole thing is like Kim Jong-un or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. You know what it could be? It could honestly be like Shen Yun. Coming back to us <laughs> from back from the first seriously episode. from that first episode. All right. Always wondered what the repercussions would be, and now it is You're the not fact. You're going to get your shiny balls. I'm not getting my big balls. I'm not. I was interrupted on the way here again today to record the podcast. Did you get another ticket? No, but I butt dialed nine one one. I don't know what's going on. Oh my god! As I travel here, the past two episodes to Appen, I was got a speeding ticket last week on the way here, or last episode, and then today I'm jamming to my Core Fifty Seven hype song on the way here, and it's ACDC Thunderstruck, and I'm in there. I'm in there. This is the live version. You're like playing the instruments, and, and all of a sudden, Atticus stops singing. Is that his name? 
Angus. Angus, Angus Young. Stop singing. <laughs> Atticus, Atticus is like, that name though reminds me of someone who would wear those short black shorts with the He's like in Hamilton. Okay. Atticus is in All right. Hamilton. Anyway. Angus stops singing, the crowd stops, and I'm like, what the hell? And all of a sudden I hear this beep, beep, beep. Oh no. And I thought it was an amber alert. You know, because it interrupts you. Amber alerts take over your phone. Right. And I look down and it says calling 911. Oh, gosh. And I was like, what do I do? Hang up. No, that's the worst thing you could do. That that was my first. That's where I went first, Donna. But I was like, you can't hang up then because they're going to come get you. Well, then how are they going to find you? You're driving down the road. No, they know, when you call 911, they know where you are. But it's just a mistake. It happens all the right, time. But you don't hang up. And so oh, she answers. Okay, well, you shouldn't. She answers, because that was my first instinct. She answers, and she says, 911, where is the emergency? And I said, listen, there is not one. I apologize. What? I, I can't s- believe you called. I've never done that. I, I, just, I didn't mean to. It was a misdial. Okay, I'm going to out myself. During Z- I went to see Zootopia one time with the kids in the theater, and I fell asleep, and I was dialing 911. I dialed them like six times. And I will tell you this, I didn't think about it at the time, but police officers showed up in the theater and they just like looked around with flashlights and left. I'm not even kidding. Uh, I'm not even kidding. I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. I was asleep. I woke up and I'm like, who am I calling? And it was making that weird noise. And Charlotte and them were like, mom, turn your phone off. I'm not even kidding. All right. All right. Well, we've solved that. So anyway, your core 57 hype. Thunderstruck ACDC. Now, when I downloaded this the other day, I was in the, the the iTunes store, and I almost ordered the collection from ACDC by accident. Do you know how much that costs? How much? $199.99. Don't do that. Don't do that. But I about did. I don't think that something that expensive should be allowed in. Like That has to be the most expensive catalog in, in, in all of iTunes, right? Uh, 200 bucks. Uh, and all it takes is a scan of your thumb, and you're, you're, you're committed to the collection. Uh, can I take you back to Smurfberries? Yeah. Yeah. What a mess that was. Right. But I just I just downloaded the live version. So it's between Thunderstruck, ACDC, and uh, Rihanna, S&M. Well, what, so what's your song? Well, it's going to be Thunderstruck, but it was a t- it was a toss-up between the two of those. Okay. Sticks and Stones may break my bones. Remember that song back in our clubbing days, Don? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Come on. Rihanna. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. What was your core 57 hype song on the way here? Mine today? was Journey. Okay. And it was Don't Stop Believing. Great and song. I kind of, you know, every, I mean, Journey's just great. My, like, my prom song was, uh, remember when the lights go, go down, down in the, the city. city? You got to get the city, right? Okay. It's not city, it's city. Right. But, anyways, um, I think I like slow dance with four people to that song because they just kept playing it over and over again because we were so, that shows how old I am. But that was like. That's when I'm Hugh. The peanut farmer from... He didn't go to high school with me. Oh. This is prom. Okay. But the reason I chose it is, I don't know if you saw this, but Presbyterian Queens Hospital, um, whenever they release a COVID patient, they're playing it over the hospital speakers. And I saw it the other day. And it will, if that doesn't bring chills to you or make you kind of stop where you are, you need to check your pulse. Because... It was so, it was really a cool thing. So anyway, great song. Don't Stop Believing. And Thunderstruck from ACDC. And you know where our kids know Don't Stop Believing from? Or most people's kids do? Uh, not video games. Okay. Adam Sandler. Okay. That mo- The movie, I can't even think which one. With the, with the, um, the um, oh gosh. Happy Gilmore. Yes. No, not Happy Gilmore. With the gerbil or the. 
whatever his name was. Okay, I'll find it out because everybody's going to be like yelling. They're yelling right now going, yes, it was this one. But they played at the end of it. And so the kids know Journey from that. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the um, Adam Sandler song. All right. Two great songs. Two great classic rock and roll songs. Going on the Caddy and Donna Core 57 Spotify Hype Song Playlist. Check it out on Spotify and check out all the virtual classes being offered by Core 57 Milton and Core 57 Alpharetta City Center. And uh, thank you, Colleen, for your support of my second act. Yes. So I um, I, I am following this story that kind of has me a little, like, rocked a little bit. Um, I watched that show um, with Kristen Cavallari. And if, if you're listening, she was, a lot of women know her, probably not as many men do, but she was on um, The Hills. And before that, she was on, oh, I can't think of it, before The Hills spinoff. Anyway, I watched them all on MTV. And so she married Jay Cutler, who was the quarterback for the Chicago Bears, and he no longer plays football. And they have um, three kids, and they live in Nashville, and they have a show that comes on CMT. And it's like a reality show. And so they are getting divorced. And throughout like the reality show, you have kind of seen like, mm, maybe things aren't perfect, you know, but it was very surprising yesterday when they got or actually it's two days ago, if you're listening to the pod on the day of release when they announced it. But here's all of that aside. Here's the interesting part is they announced with the same announcement on their Instagram page. Exact same post. Exactly. Right. Well, a different picture, but the exact same post down to every word. And it was all that, you know, when someone gets divorced, it's that love and light and rainbows coming out your rear end. And, you know, we're going to co-parent. We're going to love each other. We've made this decision together in loving support. We appreciate your help. That lasts about a day. If even. And in this case, it it did not last one day. Because he filed his papers first for divorce. And then she came on the heels of it and filed her papers. And did you know what she put in her papers? Well, I, I I've seen it, and you yes, um, something basically calling him out for Mar- not being loyal. Ma- well, or stepping out. I don't know. It's how you read into it. Marital misconduct. That can mean a lot of things. Yeah, that can mean taking the comforter when, when he filed when when Jay filed for divorce. First in wins is normally what happens. But when Jay filed. Did he allege anything? No. And that's what was so interesting. He did not. And in her reply, she protected herself by saying any allegations against me are unwarranted. Like he didn't even say that, you know, didn't. But she was almost calling herself out like I have not engaged in marital misconduct to protect herself. They both have female attorneys. She has this attorney in Nashville that's known as like the bulldog attorney to the stars in Nashville. And he has an attorney who's also a female who has represented a couple of Cubs players um, based out of Chicago and has represented a bunch of different athletes. It's, it's very interesting wording in divorce pleadings because the minute that came out about marital misconduct, do, what do you think I typed into my search bar? Jay Cutler cheating. Because I wanted to see if there had been any new information or allegations. And on their show, they've done two seasons. The first first season at the end of it, really was this part of the second season, she had a falling out with her best friend, Kelly Henderson, who also happens to be Bobby Bones' stylist, as an aside, and Dirk Bentley's stylist. Um, But there were all these rumors that Kelly and Jay – 
Kristen's husband were having an affair because they were engaging in this public kind of playful stuff on social media that as a husband and a best friend, probably not appropriate. Most women or men would not have liked it. And they, everyone says nothing happened. And at the time, including even Kristen said nothing happened, but she did not like the way it was kind of being trolled out in public to make it look like there was something going on. Why would they do that? Well, she says that Kelly, her best friend did that to stay relevant on the reality show. That's sad. Well, it is sad. And it's sad when there's three kids involved and you know, everybody should know better. I, I like Jay Cutler a lot. He's adorable and he's very um, mellow. And she's kind of very mellow. She wasn't. What does she do now? She's a stylist. I know you said she picks up jeans for Dirks and Bobby, but. No, that's her friend, her best friend. Oh, what does Kristen Kristen do? She has um, a jewelry line called Uncommon James. And she has stores in Nashville online, stores in LA, stores in Chicago. But I I think the most, the, the, the most telling thing out of it is the wording. Why put in there. Marital misconduct. Marital misconduct. I mean. That really is kind of like, okay. Well, what are some things, what, what could that mean? Well, and the other part, yeah, I don't know. Other than the obvious. Yeah. What you what first comes to mind, you, you admitted that you went to your Google search bar and plugged in Jake Cutler cheating. That's what first comes to mind. What else, though? Well, I think the interesting part is the, the second addendum to the marital misconduct was she said she, she no longer, she felt like it was no longer safe for them to cohabitate together that's that's a big accusation that's again and in your mind what immediately abuse comes? abuse or is there some sort of um alcohol abuse or drug abuse or you know and i think it's calling someone's character into play i mean listen it sets the gauntlet from the beginning and you and i have said i said to you yesterday that what it reminded me of is when kenny chesney was married to renee zellweger for that very short period, if you guys remember, which was completely shocking. Anyone who is a Kenny Chesney fan, I mean, it came out of nowhere, left field. And then she filed for divorce and cited fraud as the reason for the divorce. And it led everyone down this rabbit hole about Kenny Chesney, about what does she mean by that? What What is fraud? Is it fraud because um, he he stole, you know, took her money, lied to her. Is he, you know, gay? It was everything that this man's character had just been drugged through. And and what was what's crazy about these types of filings is it is public. Anyone can read it, including your children later. And sometimes it's so unnecessary. Because we were talking about yesterday, you said, you know, what, what would be her motivation you know, to put that in there. And I think a lot of times it's one person trying to up the ante. So the other person will just say, you know what? I just want to get this settled. You know, they say to their attorney, I don't have it in me. I don't have the fight in me. I don't want to drag my kids through this. So it's like that initial shot is shot over the bow to kind of scare the other person. But also after you had both agreed, according to Instagram posts, that you were going to deal with it privately and And lovingly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he he cites the date of their separation as April 21st. She cites it as April 7th. He wanted joint um, custody. She wants to be the primary and is now saying 
he was not an available father. He, which, you know, again, I'm only seeing what I see in the reality show. And it seems like he's there more than her because he has stopped playing football and he's really raising these kids while she's, you know, building her businesses and stuff. But, you know, you and I have been through this as we've talked about on previous pods with, um, you know, your ex-wife and in custody of Will. And it can be very emotional and it can be very trying and it can be very financially draining. And there is a point when anyone is getting divorced where you have to decide, do I want to be right or semi-right or do I want to do right by my kids? Because usually, if you notice, if two people get divorced and they don't have kids, they kind of take their toaster and their curl and iron and hit the road, you know, unless there's assets. But usually when there are no kids in play, it gets wrapped up easily. When there are kids in play, the emotions go so high and it's almost becomes this public forum to prove you were the better parent, you know, and you and I've talked about this. Nothing good comes from this. And I say that to you, and I know you do too, because we haven't always, we, we, were, we weren't always on the right side of that. Sometimes you just want to be right. You just want to prove that other person wrong. And they're financially draining you. And you're like, you know what? It's a tit for a tat. If you're going to do that to me, I'm going to do it over here. And that's why we, we've joked we could go on a tour. Because if you ever get in front of a judge and you've got your mounds of paper and presentations, you're gonna, they're like, okay, here's what I want to know what's best for your children. Not what he did, what she did, what she said, what he said, you know, it just stop it. Stop it. But it's very emotional. I think sometimes it's very hard to set that aside. And I think she was mad because he filed first and already the narrative had started. You know, like you said, first end wins that he wanted the divorce. She had done Which something be embarrassing to her. Exactly. So I she think, wanted to come around the back end and retell that story. I think that maybe also the marital fraud language in the filing uh, by her, it could, could also be positioning. Yes. Don't, I, I, who knows for what, but right. it could be some sort of move that her attorney has said or attorneys have said to her, you know what? And she may have even faulted Donna. You know, she sure. could have said, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to put that language in there. And the attorney say, but if you want this right down the road, we have to put that in there and allege blank. It's just, it's just dirty. It, it's uh, so, a, so dirty. It is. All a, of it. It's a, a mess. A lot of times it can be financial too. You know, you're setting up the, you're setting up your blocks to get financially what you want, you know, um, you know, alimony, child support. You know, is he going to ask her because he wasn't she was probably earning more, although he made a lot of money. I heard like thirty three million dollars playing for Chicago, but he really hadn't continued his career. And you know what? Divorce happens. It just does. Things happen. People grow apart and people do really rotten things to each other. But at some point, you've got to get right with that other person without your kids involved, you know, because at the end of the day, it's still their mom and their dad, and they ain't together anymore. So I think it's very interesting, you know, and I know, I I think that it doesn't follow Kenny Chesney around anymore. I mean, I think now people like when we're telling the story about Kenny, they were like, oh, that's right. He was married. You know what I mean? To Renee Zellweger, but he had always been a bachelor. He had never gotten married. He'd really, he was very private, you know, about people he was dating. He always dated really beautiful women, but he just didn't necessarily bring them around all the time. And so there was always this, you know, narrative that followed him around that I don't think is true. If it is true, great for him. But I mean, 
it's just interesting how it gets people talking about things and writing a narrative that may not be true. You know, you can't always believe everything you read. You know, hello. Yeah. You know, but you have to remember when you're, and I'm just as bad because I was Googling away last night, but I'm not a writer, (laughs) but I'm not a writer. I wasn't writing about it, but I do think you have to remember that there are kids involved, you know, I always tried, you know, with Will to think of myself, put myself in his position. Would I want to know this about my mom and dad? You know, especially when you're famous. And hadn't Jay and, and Kristen, hadn't they been quarantining like in the Maltese or somewhere? I mean, if you can't work, if, and they were there for like three, four weeks before they came back to Nashville, I think. Right. If well, you can't yeah. do okay on a Caribbean, at a Caribbean resort or, you know, during the, during the pandemic. Then. Well, and that may have, that may have upped the ante, you know, they were going to the Bahamas for one week for spring break and That's ended up stuck there for three weeks. And they were there with two other friends. And now kind of reading back on some of the stories and stuff, supposedly they were staying in two different houses. They knew going into it that they were going to get divorced, but they wanted to kind of do a joint vacation for their kids. And you know what? Everybody, here's the lesson from this whole thing we've been talking about. Everybody has to walk their own walk if you're going through that or you're getting ready to go through it. But as two people who have been through it, and when I say been through it, I mean every two years, hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on litigation. No one ever on either side, when it's over, walks away and goes, yeah, you know, I got what I wanted because you're not. No one on either side is going to get everything you want and you no matter what the outcome is you're going to walk away going Ugh, that was a dirty wish i could take that back wish i had, and you had that. boxes and boxes and boxes of crap in your basement and in your attic and in your garage yeah and as a stepmom and a dad to a 20 year old i'll tell you this too it doesn't matter later it just doesn't matter True. Very, very very well said very doesn't matter we have um like there's probably a half dozen boxes in our garage that were from the final round of litigation. Um, and we call it our beach house. Yeah, it because is. Because those six boxes are about a half million dollars worth of litigation, depositions. Heartache. Private investigators. Heartache. Yes. Arguments. Yeah. Yeah. Time spent away from other kids. So if if we leave you with anything, we don't say this like cavalier, you know, like, because I know people who are going through it are like, you don't understand. She did this. He did this. I get it. I've been there. We've been there. But I'm just telling you, if if I can give you any advice, lay down your weapons and just walk away with some dignity. Or try to. Damn, you're good. You really are. That That's the lesson for today. That's a great lesson. Listen, I'm still scouring the internet, though. I want <laughs> to know what that man did. And it will come out. If anything, though. If anything, yeah. If anything. All it right. will come out. Gallery Furniture is open. They're online at askforthewolfman.com. And Donna and her family have been so much a part of the North Georgia business community, small business community, for over uh, 30 years. You remember Donna's father, uh, the Wolfman. And you remember the TV commercials that they did for decades. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Still the very same Gallery Furniture, Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Hit the website. Check out some of the famous name brands. Closeouts, overstocks. Uh, they can FaceTime you right now if you find something that you want to uh, to see at the showroom in Gainesville. Bedroom steals for under $300. Something for all your home needs, all at great prices. Closeouts, overstocks. Askforthewolfman.com. Gallery Furniture, Browns, Bridge Road, Gainesville. Are you ready for your segment? I am ready. Here's what happened. 
Donna has a theme song. Which I'm very excited about, I have to tell you. I just have to find it for your appy segment, which is uh, tell everybody, uh, you know, about the segment. Yes. So my appy segment is I give out an app that I am using or I have used in the past that I try to pick apps that are free that you don't have to pay for or don't have monthly like payments for. Um, And it's an app that has made my life easier or it's something that I think you would be interested in and you may not know about it. Um, I'm looking for the theme. Let me see. I think I may have it too. A big thanks to Rob Jenner. Rob intro to podcast about two episodes ago. He is the uh, producer and co-host on Shaq's podcast. Also uh, a big part of the 680 The Fan family here in Atlanta on the Radio Atlanta Sports Station. And uh, Rob's just a creative genius is what he is. And so he came up with this. I have it. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here is the intro. The new intro. To Donna's segment. Come on, get happy. You got to fade it out because we can only play it. We can only play a certain amount of that. <laughs> Thank you, Rob Jenners. So kind. Come on, he, get happy. Because he, you know what? He appreciated <laughs> this segment and loved it so much that he thought yeah. it, in fact, deserved a bigger opener. So I have to tell you, this app, I have gotten more people who reached out to me and said, are you aware of this app? Do you know about this app? Um, and I kept kind of watching it and I was like, this is amazing. So I started using it last week. It's called Fetch, F-E-T-C-H, Rewards. And basically, it, what you do is anytime you go shopping at any retail location, um, in the past week, I've gone to CVS, Aldi, Target, and Publix. And once you leave there, you just snap a picture of your receipt. And what it does is it, and I mean quickly, it scans the receipt. And for certain things that you buy, like mini muffins, which I buy like, they're going out of stock. Um, Charlotte, our youngest, who is 14. Yeah. She's going to soon have chocolate chips grown out her ears. Yeah, it's crazy. She eats so many of these mini muffins. Mini muffins, things. yeah. But it could be Pop-Tarts. It could be cereal. It could be, you know, Coke, Pepsi, whatever. Anyway, you get points for buying those items. And so they give you so many points for each um you know, receipt that you upload. And then you can later use those points for tons of things, movie tickets, Amazon gift cards, Barnes and Noble gift cards. There are tons of people who participate very similar to my app that got closed down, JobSpotter. But this is different because you shop all the time. And all you do is upload the receipt and it scans it. It does the work for you. And they also um, offer referral code. So if somebody wants to join, you send your referral code. I got a referral code from one of our pod peeps and she got extra points for me signing up. So it is so easy. It's called Fetch, F-E-T-C-H. There is no, you know, behind the scenes thing. You're not going to get emails from or anything. It's really good. I I watched it for a while just to make sure that um, it was as great as everyone said it is. And it is. I think I'm already up to like 6,000 points. And I can use them for, um, I'm going to use one for like a Barnes and Noble gift card, you know, to send to someone. So fetch, F-E-T-C-H. Now, I don't think we should do the no, closing. No, I think no. I should sing uh, out my closing. Okay. okay. Are you ready? We'll include Don, a link to Donna's Appy in the letter this weekend. It comes out Saturday mornings at nine, too. So go okay, ahead. Okay, so right. you want to count me down? One and a two and a one, two, three, go. We just got Appy. I'm a quarantine quitter. Okay. 
Well, cho- right remember what we said, our family motto that you weren't aware of is chotes don't quit. Unless there's a quarantine. Okay, what does that mean? That I'm a quarantine quitter? Yeah. This is the new uh, label that you get if you are just, you're on the line and you are just about to break. Break meaning you're just, you're, you're just done. You're done with it all. And you have just anxiety and you can't sleep. Doesn't mean that you don't care about what's going on of in the course, world no, or no, people who are battling. Of course it doesn't. Of course yeah, it doesn't. Right. But, you know, I really have struggled with the whole self-isolation and the quarantining. And, um, you know, this isn't new to us. We have always been at home a lot during the day together. Right. You know, when I was doing morning radio, I'd be home and then you work from home. And, and there's been different variations of that, you know, through the years and through our nearly 20-year marriage. But... um. This has been tougher than I've let on to anybody for me. And I do suffer from depression quite a bit. And it's been tough. And so what I learned to do in the past three weeks, uh, number one, talk about it. And you've been very good about, um, and you always are great about having a set of ears. And I'm not a good listener, and you are. So thank you for that. But I, I've, I've, had to, I've had to leave the house. Right. Every day. And just drive around. If it's just 15, 20, 30 minutes, and I will listen to music. Open your sunroof. I think it's okay. We've, and I have a couple yeah. of different routes I'll take. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. a lot of them are in the in, you know the back roads in North Fulton County into Cherokee County, where there's just beautiful horse farms, and you just ride down these beautiful streets, these highways, and you see things start to bloom like they are, and and it can really it. it I, I can personally say that that it's it's helped me out a lot because you just get away from it all for a little bit. Right. Right. Well, and you know, you have depression. <laughs> I have anxiety. I'm not laughing about that. I'm saying we both have our things. I have anxiety. And OCD. And OCD and a few other things. But and I have misophonia. And misophonia. I mean, together, we're just a medical research study waiting to happen. We're a mess. We should, like, we should be getting paid for them to, like, watch over Dissect us. Our but anyway, problems the, and the point to this diagnoses. is everybody has their things. Yeah. But I find different days my anxiety is really peaked. And I don't know why. I, you know, I don't. I don't even know, just I'm sure like you in depression, like what sets it off or what, what the change is. I mean, there's obvious things, yes, that are going on, but it's just, um, and I've been following some people that I follow who also have anxiety and deal with it different ways. And I know they're saying it too, that it's almost just something like peaking it right now. Yeah. And um, I think it's also the time. I mean, you know, I was saying we've been in this for probably six weeks, but it feels like three months. You know, and we have been together since July and we've been through a lot, you know, so it, it's warranted. But there are a lot of people who are going through all of that now. And um, it's one day at a time, one breath at a time. I think for me, too, a lot of it is the control. I think that's a lot of it for you. I, I'm I like to have control. That works well for me sometimes. And there are plenty of times when it doesn't work well. I have no control over what's happening and what could be happening and what has happened in the life of our family and in my, in, in my life. And, and you're, you know, there's just, there's, you have no control over anything. Yeah. No, Ex- except for the decisions you make about, you know, I mean, there's the obvious stuff. I'm saying no. just in, in this time period in our lives, which we've never seen before. No one has. And here's hoping we never have to see something like this ever again, but you can't plan. Right. Because you have no control because you don't know what's going to happen. Well, and I think that makes it even worse too, that there is no seeming end in sight. 
You know, there's no, if uh, we've talked about it in previous pods, if someone told you, okay, two more weeks and then you're good. You know what I mean? But there's no end in sight. And I enjoy that when it's, it's kind of like a goal, you know, yes. because you can work towards it. You know, originally when they were like, you know, we're going to shut everything down for two weeks. Yes. Mm, two weeks. I can do it. I can deal with that. Right. And then 12 days into the 14 days, there's a reassessment and, and that, that, that finish line is moved another two weeks or 30 days or right. another month. And you, you, it, it's just tougher and tougher to stay positive all the time and not to get down when that finish line that you can see and that you so want to jump over is, is moving almost in real time. Right. No, I agree. So you, you don't have anything that you can, I just like to have an end goal here. Here's what needs to be done by this date. And I may start the day prior. Sometimes, right, right, but right. that's okay. Right. As long as he, here's the end date, here's the stop all, here's the stop point, and there's not one, and it's driving me crazy. Does it make you feel at all better though that you're not alone? That there are that there's this entire country kind of in the middle of it, or uh, sure, yeah. I think it's really hard. I think it's really hard for people right now who have depression, who have anxiety. I mean, you know, you're seeing all these reports. And they're just heartbreaking. Uh, there was another one recently of an emergency room physician, you know, in New York who committed suicide. Um, I think that, you know, if you talk to law enforcement right now, um, alcoholism, drug addiction, um, domestic, abuse. domestic abuse, DUIs, um, children in, in fragile situations, depression, it's all at an all-time high, you know. And I, I think it's... Um, even the best situations you're getting, you're getting weary, you know, and, and, and everybody, you can't preach to anybody what works for them. If driving back country roads, listening to music really loud helps you do it, you know, for me, and I've said it a lot of times, it's getting out of the house and walking. Um, and I'll also say I've leaned into my faith a little more because my femur is still sore. I know your femur. That's sore. why I have to drive, but you know, I'm not trying to preach like, you know, religion, but whatever spirituality, Buddhism, yoga, you know, for me, I have had to lean a little bit into my faith. And I've, I follow a lot of different preachers, you know, um, everyone from Andy Stanley to Carl Lentz, like, you know, just Rich Wilkerson out of Miami, who's very, you know, is not, is a very modern preacher. But, um, I think that whatever works for you right now, you have to do it. I always feel like when I'm not good with control, for me, it's more of a faith issue. You know, I've told you that before, that my fear of flying, someone told me one time, you don't have a fear of flying, you have a fear of faith. And so, you know, it's so much is out of our hands right now. It just is that sometimes you just have to let it go. And it's so hard. It is so hard, you know, but as my mom's 100-year-old boyfriend says, you just get up every day, put one foot in front of the other. You know, it's all you can do right now. And I think the little things, like you said the other day, that you can control, when you can finally get a haircut, when you can finally, you know, each little baby step, it feels like you're getting back a little bit of normalcy. And let's keep hope alive. Yes. As we move forward. And as we roll into whatever reopening you are comfortable with you as an individual, but let's keep hope alive. And if you're the first to, you know, we have a lot of friends who have kids that are in college 
Right. And the question is, is there going to be a college to go to in the fall? There's a lot of talk right now about gap years, taking a year off, which you normally would do to travel and to find yourself and to backpack through the hills of of Europe or or Michigan, Sweden. Well, not Michigan, but, you know, gap years used to be kind of for trust the trust fund set. Not always, but I mean, you know, some kids did mission trips. But this wouldn't be a gap year. No, because there's nowhere to go. Playing Call of Duty all day. Right. But I think the the conversations that are happening in so many people's, I can't imagine the conversations we would be having right now if Olivia was heading off to college. Do you pay out-of-state tuition when they're going to be potentially doing it in their room? But if you don't do the out-of-state tuition, do you lose your merit scholarships? You know, do you, do you lose an athletic scholarship? Um, You know, if your, if your child was worried about social anxiety, maybe they're going to a bigger school. Is that such a, a big deal now if they're going to be doing it from their bedroom? You know, there's so many questions. And for the first time, you know, when you're raising kids, there's you always joke, we used to always joke like, oh my gosh, I wish that I could just turn to page 52 of the handbook and figure out how to figure this out. Th- this is hard stuff. You know, all those crazy memes that say adulting is hard. This is hard. This is hard stuff, adulting right now, because so many of us are worried about ourselves, worried about our kids. And guess what? We're also worried about our parents. So it's really an unprecedented time where you're having to kind of like pull up your big boy panties every day and go, okay, I can do this. Can I do this? I can do this. And I'm I'm worried too about if you're the first to fold, let's say, let's talk uh, just psychology universities. Yeah. The first biggie. To, to fold and say, you know what, we're not going to have classes on campus this fall. For the fall semester, we're going to shift to continue online, whatever you do. The first large college university in the United States to fold every, you can't say every, many will follow. It sets a precedent. Yeah, it makes it easier. Well, I told you what I found so disheartening, and I don't even want to speak it, but I will, was Disney World saying that they did not anticipate opening until 2021. And I just said to you, why? And, I, and I'm and i sure the business decisions, they could get on here and tell us all day. Like we had to make that decision for, I mean, there's so many factors that go into play. But for me, it was like, can you not just say those wonderful magical words of we're going to evaluate it on a month by month basis. Our goal is to bring the magic back to every family, you know, instead of Well, I don't think we're going to open until 2021 because I think most businesses feel like if Disney can't keep everybody safe and clean, who can? I mean, think about on an average day when you're at Disney. Do you ever see gum, trash? No. So it was very disheartening. And I think you're right. I think we're looking, small businesses and people are looking to these big businesses to pull us through and keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Because I said to you, if they, and I know this is really controversial, but if they opened Disney next week, would you go? I would. I know. I would. I know. Six Flags? No. (laughs) No. All right. There are many that are dealing with uh, change situations in, in all different parts of their lives. And if you had a home on the market, or, or you were going to put your home on the market pre-COVID-19, 
Uh, maybe your situation still hasn't changed with the outbreak. And you should know that Tracy Cousino, real estate expert advisors, are still putting several homes under contract per day. They have strategically designed and developed the supercharged virtual listing. It's a very simple and easy process for home sellers. They send a virtualographer to your home, which captures professional photography in, in a 3D reality tour. Uh, virtual reality tour. They don't skip a beat in uh, the proven system, of course, to get you up to 18% more equity than traditional agents, including virtual staging, virtual home tours driven by their high-powered digital marketing system. TracyCousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. TracyCousineau.com, 855-MY-EXPERT. Okay, so is it bad enough to like break up with someone that now you're going to get like zumped? Do you know what the term zumped means? I've seen that around. I've seen it on social media and on Facebook. <laughs> it's when you get dumped on Zoom. Because think about it. Okay, you're, you and I are in this relationship. Say we're not married and we're dating and it just really never got off the ground. And I'm like asking you to Zoom all the time. <laughs> and you're like, I really don't like her and I don't want to Zoom and I don't want to Zoom with her. You know, like I'm tired of this. You know, it's, it's kind of like when someone harasses you all the time to like go out with them, but now they're harassing you to like zoom, they're sending you zoom invites <laughs> <laughs> every day. Okay. And you're like, I don't want to do this. So the only way to do this, I mean, I guess you could like call someone and have a conversation with why, them. Why would you do that though? Why? When you can zoom them. You zump them. Zump them. You zump them. So basically this woman says that she, her name is Julia Moser. She's 26 and she got dumped over zoom and here's the worst part i laughed so hard when i saw this and i shouldn't have he froze when he was trying to tell her so his like face while he was dumping her just sat there on her screen for like what probably felt like you know 40 minutes of him telling her he has no interest in being with her anymore do you think though that in this period when you couldn't date that that communication with Zoom or FaceTime or whatever, does it help to build your relationship, the anticipation? And then so when you are comfortable reentering and, and meeting, um, you know, for dinner or, or at a park to say whatever. When, you when know the person better. Right. Or does it work against you? Because by the know. time they're all clear on your level, again, whatever you're comfortable with, when they all clear for you is sounded, um, are you just tired of them? I don't know. You know, there and was nervous, that, that, maybe even about meeting them right in person for the first time. Well, and there was that show that was so popular on Netflix. We never, we kind of got into it. We really didn't. That Love Is Blind, Ugh. but but it was kind of like a dating show for a pandemic because like these people were in separate rooms. They didn't meet. They only got to know each other through talking. You know, and then they end up. That's when it gets weird because they ended up getting married. And I mean, again, these people just need to stop. You know. These, these shows about just marrying people that you don't know. But I think it's crazy. And I mean, I think these are the things that are coming out of this whole situation is that, you know, I'll never forget, like there was, um, I think it was Demi Lovato, one of the Jonas Brothers dumped her by text, via text, and she has never let that go. <laughs> Somebody did that with Taylor Swift too, did they not? And maybe it was Taylor Swift actually and one of the Jonas Brothers. Maybe the Jonas Brothers just dump everybody on text. I can't remember. But I mean, it's like, that is just so bad. Like pick the phone up and at least give someone the dignity to say, Jenny, this isn't working. Now, if you want to jump, if you want to jump on Zoom, I'll <laughs> like Paul Harvey, I'll tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> but things aren't going well. When Heartbreak meets Zoom, 
you get zumped. Zumped is a, a word you're seeing out there. I, I want to uh, thumb through some papers here and do some corrections. Oh, Lord. Has the research department been called out again? I'd like to apologize to Evelyn K., who introed the last pod. Who did a phenomenal job. I knew that Javi was her son and that Eric was her husband. But yeah. I said that she was married to Javi, which... I know. So I apologize to Eric, first of all. I do. Come on. Yes, and to Javi, who's not married to his mother. Right, and to Evelyn K. Correct. All right. Thank you. I also want to revisit something real quick. Uh-oh. I felt after listening to the last pod... <laughs> oh, no. ...that maybe... Um, I just want to clarify something, and that is that I love our neighbors, and and I love people that carol, and I love people that that want to dance dirty in the. What was your thing? Dirty okay, dancing in the not, streets. Yeah, we're not dirty dancing. <laughs> that not, That's a said, different party. Whatever you proposed. Yeah. Um, it's on me. It's not on people. Does that make sense? I, yes. I just yes. I, yes. We're blessed to have great neighbors, and I'm sure they're great dirty dancers. I I, I don't know that I want to see Mike Pardo. <laughs> Dirty dancing at the top of his driveway. And I love you, Mike, and you know that. Or Brian, Hen- Robin Henry, Brian and Robin, dirty dancing in their driveway at the end with a spotlight on them while a karaoke speaker blasts Rihanna's S&M. No one said anything about dirty dancing. I'm sure that everyone's great at all this stuff. It's just not me. And right. it, it's, that's, that's my fault. That's my, I, right. I'm such an introvert. And right. people don't. I am. I right. am a very, very quiet, reserved person. I do not like conflict. I will run from conflict. I don't like it. Yes. And I'm just a weird guy. Well, but that's okay. And I think it's. Yeah, but I thought that con- maybe I came off a little like. It, 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 Scroogey. That I was right. And I don't want that. To, I don't want you to think that. And do you want to correct the fact that you. <laughs> I don't have. That's, I'm done. That's all I have. Well, but correction. that you do also love your children and you enjoy going okay. to their birthday parties. However. Well, I did, no, no, I didn't. Oh, I did not enjoy going to my kids' birthday parties. That's not on my correction sheet. <laughs> Let me check. Hang on. I don't see it. I had two, and I've hit both of my corrections. That's not on my sheet. I hated my kids' birthday party. Well, we've always said, like, you at a party party, like, you better come and talk to you in the first 10, 15 minutes because you will vaporize, disappear, and be at your truck with it gassed. Honk I have horn. an exit strategy. <laughs> I've developed an exit strategy before I go anywhere, you know, to, yeah. to get out of it, just and, and not say goodbye and not uh, just to disappear. I mean, we're so opposite. It's not a good thing. I, listen, attract. I'm calling myself out, though. Yeah, you know no, what I, I think? This good. is all about me. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm right. a flawed man. <laughs> we have established that. You know what? It's okay. You don't have to apologize for... I mean, I think it's great that you did, but you don't have to apologize for how you are. Thank you, Donna. Okay. I got two more notes. All right. Trolls World Tour with Justin Timberlake. Yes. Okay. I wanted to watch it, and no I one to watch too. it with well, me at the house. Too. Um, you know, they, they were going to release it back in April and, and, and they didn't because of the pandemic. And so they, it went straight to digital rental. All right. You ready for these numbers, Donna? This is the future of watching movies. Yeah. Three weeks. Trolls world tour made 100 million bucks. Wow. Again, digital rentals. Because you have to pay for it, right? It's like 1999, I think. Okay. They had 5 million rentals in this three week period. And in three weeks, generated more revenue than the original Trolls did in five months at the theater. Do you not think that that could be a new plan? Of course that's the new plan. You don't have to have people staff. You don't have to have ticket takers. You don't have to have theaters and theaters that are half empty all the time with maybe 11 people watching it. Here's the other thing that I've thought about it. You know when you when a movie comes out and 
this used to happen with kids' movies, and you say to someone, have you seen Trolls, for example? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's not worth your time. Then you don't go. But this way, when it's just kind of digitally put out into the universe, you don't have time or you don't really care because you're looking for something to do with your kids. So you're not going to be like, oh, is it good? Is it worth renting? Is it you just do it? You know, what I mean, it's $19. Just do it. We're a music podcast. I wanted to add one other oh. note uh, for the first time in country music history. For the first time in the history of country music. There are back to back number one debut songs from female artists. Oh, wow. Gabby Barrett's I Hope and Ingrid. Andrus with Andrus. more hearts than mine. She is blowing up the charts. First time in history, back-to-back debut number one songs from female artists on the country chart. That's 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 great. Wow, and it's great news. Yeah, All great right. news. What's for dinner tonight? I know that you pulled something out before we were leaving. Was it the shrimp pecorini? Pecorino, shrimp pecorino. We have a freezer full of dinner fair meals. They come with everything that you need to prepare. You know, 10, 15 minutes, maybe four or five steps. That's it. Everything that you need to prepare your meal from dinner affair comes wrapped in, in butcher paper. They're frozen. You can share them with neighbors. You can order for your parents. You can you can ship meals from dinner affair to your mom and your dad right now. They don't need to be going to the grocery store. You don't need to be going to the grocery store. Everything that you need, down to a stick of butter, if it calls for it in a recipe, comes with your dinner affair meal. There's a different size different size plans for different size families. I want to say, too, um, my friend, you know, we've been promoting dinner affair, obviously, on the podcast, on our social channels. And um, my friend Stella ordered dinner affair and Stella is an amazing cook. I mean, she really is unlike me. So she um, ordered the meals and they were making, they made chicken Parmesan last night and she had sent me um, a screenshot of it and actually posted it on my social channels. But she was so impressed with the quality of the meal and how easy it was to cook. She was like, can you imagine, which is so true, cooking chicken Parmesan from scratch? Again, there are some people who love doing that. For most of us, we don't. We don't have time, frankly. And so she said it was so good to have this great home-cooked meal that took me 10 minutes to make. $30 off your first order. Use the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. When you check out Caddy, C-A-D-D-Y, $30 off your first order, dinnerafare.com, dinnerafare.com. Pop peeps for this episode include uh, Holly Bagby. Holly just wrapped listening to the episode, Donna, about Roscoe. Oh, yeah. Uh, She writes, we love our fur babies unconditionally and want to always do what we can to protect them. We're dog people. Wednesday morning, we lost our precious 11-year-old Maltese sugar. Oh. She'd been so sick for so long. We have an absolutely amazing vet, Dr. Sally, at Ballground Animal. Sally, uh, Dr. Sally is to us what Little River is to you and your family. And Little River is our family vet. Uh, she supported us and even cried with us Wednesday as we lost our baby girl. So uh, Holly and her husband, again, they don't have kids. Their kids are their fur babies. So they they wanted to do something. So what they have done in, in, in memory of Sugar, they've launched Sugar's Helping Paws to raise money to pay Dr. Sally for treatment that people can't afford. That's amazing. I'm going to, we're going to make a donation to Sugar's Helping Paws. You can do it through her. Um, she set up a Facebook page and she also has a Venmo account. And she said she cried when the first donation came in because it shows the love that people have for animals and they were able to turn something bad into something positive. What I love about that is we talked about how expensive sometimes it is to get vet care and you don't want to make those decisions. So kudos to you. That is what Second Acts are all about. We'll post the info in the letter. This Saturday with a link and to also post it on uh, the Cadillac Jack Facebook fan page. Thank you, Holly. Give Roscoe an extra kiss from the Bagbees. Holly. Thank you, Holly. Uh, Renee, native Jordan, Georgian, raised in Noonan, 
Uh, listened to you in rhubarb my entire life, she writes. Uh, of course, kudos to Donna, who's a rock star. Could not agree more. Um, just wanted to quickly hit a few high points after finally catching up this past week during my walks. And thanks for making me look like an idiot because there were several times I just busted out laughing out loud while walking. That's a good thing. Uh, let Donna know I'm a left on red person. Yes. My kids didn't know I was married before until a few years ago when my uncle passed away. <laughs> this, I read this and I cracked up. She said she received a frantic phone call as we were on our way to Hogansville from coming because they had put our family photo from the first wedding in the video for the funeral home. <laughs> this was three or four years ago and my kids are now 16 and 11. I laughed so how hard. Funny. I almost peed on myself because here's the thing that's so funny about that. Do you know how many photos people have where they've had to, it's a good photo and they like the photo. So they cut out the X, <laughs> you know, but how about the fact that they are in route to this and she's going to have to have this discussion with her kids because somebody has put that in the video at the funeral home. Uh, Colton Parr pot peep for this episode. Um, Colton grew up in Douglasville. Listen to, uh, to school every morning. Going to uh, to school from Douglasville to Bremen. Graduated in 2015. Moved to Kansas City to pursue his dream of playing college football. Uh, Colton writes, I remember sitting in my dorm room and calling my mom when I heard about your heart attack. And us both just praying. I sat on my bed in my dorm with tears in my eyes listening to your first day back on the air. Listening to the show brings back childhood memories. But also with being in Missouri, it keeps me connected to Georgia, my home. Keep up the great work. Stay safe during this crazy time. Thanks for keeping us entertained and keep me connected to my Georgia home. Colton hey, Parr. Hey, Colton. Thank you for yeah. your prayers, you and your mom, because we felt them all during that time period. And thank you for listening in Kansas City. Who introed the pod? When we had this vision for my second act back in the fall, one particular person popped up in my mind, and his name is Hans Appen. Uh, Hans is normally in here while we record the podcast. Um, he's not for this particular episode, so he has no idea that he's been crowned um, the show intro for this episode, which you heard at the front of the show, because... That was him. It's all put the, the intros are done in post production. Anyway, um, Han shared this vision that we had for my second act, and and his he and his entire family, his mother Christina and his his father Ray and Carl, his younger brother, um, they shared this vision from the beginning, and they believe in this podcast. And so to have that support from the local media, and we talked last pod about the need and 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 for local journalism during this very trying time, it means the world to us. And here's the thing about Hans when we when we came to him with this idea, he was familiar with you. He wasn't familiar with me. Um, I had never done a podcast or a radio show before. And, you know, we're a little outside of their norm. You know, they have other political podcasts and and things like that. And, you know, we can be a lot sometimes. And we, you know, we we bring a lot to the table in terms of big personalities, crazy ideas. Um, and he has come with us on the entire journey. And what's so amazing about him is um, never think that old dogs can't learn new tricks because he is so young, but he has so many great ideas. And there are so many times when he has come up with something where we're like, wow, I never would have thought of that, you know? And so we appreciate his vision. We appreciate his leadership. We appreciate his support. and. Um, there would be no second act without him really, you know, stepping in and starting it with us. And it's grown so quickly. You know, I have to remind, we remind each other all the time. We just started in January. So if you like us, we're not going anywhere. If you don't like us, we're not going anywhere. Sorry. You need to find another podcast. Thank you to Hans and the Appen family for their support. It's been uh, really been, uh, it's been fun to get to know, you know, the family and, and to be yes. part of this family on business and local journalism rocks. We do have a small ask of you three things. If you can, 
Uh, number one, hit the subscribe button so that you do not miss anything coming up. Number two, if you would kindly rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod, uh, that is a huge, huge help. Yeah, and we're when, getting more. We, we are. We've we've gained a few more since we've been talking about it. That's one of the most important things other than subscribing and downloading that you can do and sharing it with your friends is those reviews really help because for people outside of the bubble, that's how they find us. And number three, show our sponsors some love. And uh, our sponsors include Wellstar Health System Healthcare, uh, healthcare wherever you are. Tracy Cousineau and Real Estate Expert Advisors. Dinner affair, $30 off any order. Take advantage of that. I'm telling you, first-time customers, promo code is CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. Gallery Furniture on Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. And 1-800-HURT-911. And Threads, Inc. Printing, proud sponsor of uh, the Hometown Hero Program, which continues. Check that out on social media, on the Cadillac Jack Facebook fan page, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at ATL Cadillac. Threads, Inc. Printing. Order graduation banners now at uh, threadsinc.com. That's Threads with a Z. Cadillac Jack, my second act. New episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Cadillac Jack, my second act. A proud part of the App and Podcast Network. 